Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into today's episode, we want to give a huge thank you to Midnight Syndicate for the use of their fantastic music. You can check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com. And we also want to give a thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the awesome ambient soundscapes that they provide. You can check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Is it just me or does this whole having uh, like a three or four day weekend thing not feel the same because you're in quarantine? I have no idea. I completely forgot that this was coming up. I mean, can't go to any parks. I can't do anything. Well, I'm going to avoid the traffic jam at the corner of hallway and kitchen all weekend long. <laughs> that's fair. That, that one gets me all the time. Yeah, that that's part of my commute. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'll try to do something. The dog park near me is actually open and they do have warning signs saying, hey, stay one huge giant wiener dog away from everybody. <laughs> Why, why, why is the park talking about huge wieners? Because oh. <laughs> it's my kind of park. <laughs> One wiener dog away. That's awesome. Yeah, they, have a, they have a picture of a giant wiener dog. You must be this wiener dog away apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, so we've got uh, the holiday coming up. And next weekend is my birthday. And I got nothing because I have to stay inside. Oh, we're going to have to have cupcakes or something. Oh, we were supposed to be on our way to Tennessee. Yeah, I know. We're all supposed to be in Minneapolis. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's supposed to be a softball tournament weekend. Softball tournament. Yeah, we're all supposed to be there. Everything's canceled. I was going to go up to to Tennessee because my uh, Maker's Mark not sponsored uh, barrel is ready. Ooh. That's delicious. Yeah, so... But now I can't go because they're closed and they won't sell it over the internet. I, I was well. going to help him. <laughs> now now we got nothing. I just got this other giant bottle that I have to drink. That sounds terrible. <laughs> so awful. <laughs> Again, not sponsored. <laughs> right. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Hit us up. What is our email address? <laughs> Die by the sword podcast at gmail.com. I almost got it. I was really close. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> Hit up them DMs. <laughs> Which, speaking of the uh, website, I did update our website, so we have a new look. Ooh, cool. Yeah, I saw that. Very good. Good job. Thank Here's you. To you. So, where uh, where did we leave off? Uh, I got woken up? Yeah, last uh, the last episode we did, uh, you woke up back just outside of Schloss Karamark with... Zenobia waking you up. I bet she was mad. I do have a question about that. So we know that Renly is dreaming. What about the rest of us? Are we dreaming? Yes. Okay. That's going to be just a little freaky and fun to play. Okay. So as you may have guessed, since this is the third episode of these dream sequences, that means you must be level three, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Makes so sense to me. Who gets some cool uh, stuff at level three? I got two extra feats. I got a feat and then an extra feat. So I got three feats. Got three feats. <laughs> yeah. So I'm tri- I'm tripoding it over here. <laughs> so I'm well versed. I don't know what that means, but that's what it says. 
well versed. Wait, do I have to make saves to my bardic performance? This is what this says. Uh, and I'm just now finding it, I don't know how many episodes later. So, oh, I guess that's against another bard. Bard battle, baby. Ooh, you're going to have a bard off? Yep, just like uh, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Donald versus Daffy. So yeah, that's exactly what it is. You become resistant to sonic effects. You gain a plus four on saving throws against bardic performance, as well as any sonic or language-dependent effects. So if somebody casts, like, um, ear-piercing scream at you, you would get a plus four to your save. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I get at level two. Uh, I know we're at level three, but I'm only two scald. Yeah, two scald, one witch. That's a great sitcom. Do you remember it? I watch it all the time. <laughs> Came on after uh, Perfect Strangers, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like Urkel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Diego's going to have some improved grappling, so hopefully he'll be able to hold on to some things. Like hey, Urkel. Like Urkel. <laughs> like Urkel. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but they've started doing some of the Urkel stuff where he turns into Stefan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that whole scene when he's trying to impress. Yeah, so that's that's been pretty funny. Well, that's Sort-to what happened. I go from friendly to carry. Just think about. Oh, that. that's true. Yeah, getting super sexy. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good comparison. Steve to Stefan. That's right, Steve to Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like happens when I have a beer. <laughs> true. Yeah, but it's opposite. I've been there when you've had your beers. <laughs> uh, well, Chaubert took a uh, a dodge feat since he's so light on his uh, well feet, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then I picked up uh, finesse with the short sword, which gives me uh, the ability to apply my dexterity modifier to damage. Very nice, especially if you're a dexterous character that's not really high on strength. Yeah, that would be me. Well, oh wait, I did get a feat. I forgot about my feat. I got angelic blood. Ooh, which I mean, if you've listened before, you know that I already had it. Uh, but I get a plus two bonus on saving throws against effects with the evil descriptor, mm-hmm. and on Constitution checks to stabilize when I'm, you know, dead-ish. Only um, mostly dead. Yes. Try not to be totally dead. Um, as a nimble guardian, I've uh, now got nimble reflexes, so. I get a plus two on reflex saving throws. So that should be nice. It's always good. Well, now now I'm thinking about characters. Let's go ahead and kill Renly and let's... Well, let, let's, see, let's see how many hit points you, you've got first. Okay. So. Let's roll that d8. Okay. Oh, good. Well, yours is probably better than mine because I rolled a one. I rolled a seven. There you go. Keith, uh-huh. roll your d8. All right. Got an eight. Get? I got a six. <laughs> I keep rolling max for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So plus six then? Uh, plus eight. Uh, John? Okay. I roll crappy. That's a three. <laughs> well, take the three because I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, no. It was destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Very few hit points for you. The one who needs the hit points. <laughs> All right, and Gary. Seven. I rolled a two again, so take the seven. Oh, you know what? We are, are again, because of quarantine, are recording in separate places. I didn't notice that Keith dyed his hair blue. It is blue. Mm-hmm. He is blue today. Very blue. Look at that. Yeah. I've always wanted to have blue hair, and my job said hey, you don't have to come back until July. And I was like, 
okay, this is a perfect time to dye my hair blue. <laughs> but not the beard. Not the beard, no. no I'm going to keep that. <laughs> when I go back to work, I'm probably going to sh- just shave my head. So I don't want to have to shave the beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would. Yeah, no. It's I'm never shaving this off. I say that and then they're going to make me because of Corona. Yeah. No, I look like a 12-year-old girl when I shave this off, so I'm going to keep it. I have no idea what I look like. Yeah, the last time I shaved off my beard, a person I had worked with for eight years looked at me and says, this is the first time I've ever seen your chin. You need a beard. (laughs) (laughs) I've had to shave mine quite often because acting, you have to change your look. That's right. So I've dyed my hair a lot. I've had... Beards, goatees, clean shaven, mustache. I remember the mustache. I There's, hated it. Oh my goodness! I can imagine you with the mustache. That's good. that would be amazing. It. Well, it's on TV. Like the, cop, the cop look was that the cop look? No, that was, was a, a teacher. A it was teacher. a teacher. Oh, got it. Okay. But I had to, <laughs> I had to recreate a real person, and so the day before, like the night before shooting the director messaged me and said, Hey, will you, will you come with just a mustache? <laughs> He's like, what about so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're paying for the mustache. Be like, wait, don't what? you be paid? <laughs> or not. <laughs> wouldn't be the, wouldn't be the first time I've stripped on stage. Okay. So I'm never going to go to anybody's wardrobe thing because apparently everyone shows up semi nude. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, Apparently that's how it works. Gary's was fully nude. Yep. Ah! <laughs> you show up and just stand there and they just throw clothes on you. Well, it saves time. That's true. You don't want to be stopped by the police though, because that could get embarrassing. Very true. Although I did have one of the one of the shows that I did had a quick change because I had like two lines to change costumes and pop back out as a different character. And so I would just run off stage, stand there, and I had a zipper down the back of my shirt and pants. They were sewn together, and they would just unzip that. I would step over into the other one, and they'd pull it up and zip me into the, the new costume. Nice. I need that for regular clothes. Right? <laughs> just just like a onesie all the time. <laughs> yeah. With a little zipper in the back. <laughs> it's like little footy shoes. <laughs> like That's right. Clothes. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to have a little uh, uh, flap in the back? Let's <laughs> make it easier. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like pajamas, which makes me think of dreaming, which means, hey, we have got a new episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what we were doing today. <laughs> there is that. Best segue ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. But for this episode, you're not going to be in that same dungeon you've been in. This time, Renly, you're woken by Jobert. Renly. Renly, wake up. No, you no, you you're asleep. Friendly, please. It's you must wake up. <laughs> what? And I open my eyes and I see Jobert and I go, oh, oh, Shadowman. What? Oh, I'm dreaming again. Oh, we have to save Cassin from what? What was it? Some sort of electric mold monster? Fungus. <laughs> Electric what? Mold monster. <laughs> Electric mold monster. That's funny. I love that band. Right? <laughs> Heavy metal fungus. Yes. <laughs> but this time when you wake up, you notice you're not in the underground cavern. In a 
like a new world, basically. It seems very out of time and place. It looks almost like modern day for us. Okay. And as you look around, you're, you see a city in the distance, but it seems kind of hazy and fading like a mirage. And as you look around the other direction, you, you realize you're on this abandoned lot with this run-down and decrepit mansion sitting in front of you. And as you sit there looking at each other, wondering where you are, a man comes running out of the front door of this mansion, runs towards you screaming, just says, the, 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 the mirror, you, you, you have, you have to stop them, the, the mirror. And he takes off running toward that mirage and just dissipates in a fog of green smoke. The mirror? I... Oh no. I think we have a mystery on our hands. Hmm. My curiosity has peaked. It's sort of a trait. Well, don't let it kill you. <laughs> I'm going to lick my paw. <laughs> Shall we go inside, gentlemen? Whatever it takes to end this nightmare. I mean, I was having a good time just like two minutes ago. I I died. You? I don't know if that's accurate. Come on, let's go. So I guess we walk up to the door. I'm going to do a perception check and smell around and use all my senses to see if I notice anything. Okay. Uh, that would be a 13. A 13. You don't notice a lot. Um, you smell like dust and you feel like this place has been abandoned for quite some time. Nobody's lived here for quite a while. I got a 17. Uh, Is that any better? Uh, still about the same. You don't really notice too much different. Um, you do see the most unique thing about this this mansion that you can tell looking around it is it's not normal house shaped. It's kind of like an octagon. Oh, we're ultimate fighting. Yes, <laughs> you're entering the octagon. <laughs> But as you look at it, the the eastern side of the house, it looks like it's starting to crumble and collapse in. So I'm going to... Uh, this is out of character for Renly, uh, but he is just going to walk up and open the door because he knows he's with his dream friends. And he can't be hurt with his dream friends. <laughs> or can he? That's, is this the Freddy Krueger thing where if you die in the thing, you die in real life? Let's not test that theory. I kind of want to test that I, I kind of want to test that theory so that Gary is going to scramble on the other side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you wake up with people shouting, Clear! <laughs> <laughs> he just died in his sleep. I don't know what happened. So yeah, I open the door. Okay. Slowly, stealthily. Do I need to roll a stealth check? To do it then we'll roll stealth. 13. That's super stealthy. I mean, it's average stealthy at least open the door with minor creaks what do I think you know what we never talked about the gold that we spent that's true so I guess okay this is how I envision it I open the door and then we cut to commercial what did you get <laughs> Chaubert picked himself up a masterwork short sword Great. what does it look like is it just like a regular old short sword or is it fancy in some way because it's masterwork that means it can be have like a fancy hilt or whatever yeah, so I picture it being um, 
kind of low key. He's Chaubert's not super super showy, but when you look at it, there's a little bit of a filigree inside the handle, and with the uh, Kyle designs on it. But uh, otherwise, looks pretty normal, pretty low key. You can just tell at a glance, even that it that it is very uh, well made, well crafted. Sweet. Is that it? No potions. Nope, not this time. Okay. Any other fancy new weapons or items bought with gold? Uh, Diego's quarterstaff is a very large wooden stick. It's pretty standard, nothing unusual, but really good for poking things. Uh, he does have uh, shirkins, which are interesting little weapons that can be thrown like darts. And his are going to be going to be embossed with cat paw prints. So you know oh. you got hit by a cat. Nice. It's like it's like when the cat steps on your dough. Exactly. <laughs> also, if you could please, whenever you throw one, please shout Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be Sharukin? Sharukin. Oh, oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. <laughs> so Cabal upgraded to a composite longbow. Ah, nice. And unlike Jobert. It's super decked out like it's like super black, but it's got like purple um, all over it. It's very it's overdone. It's amazing. Just trying to one up you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just super <laughs> fancy. Um, it's it's amazing. Did you get a composite longbow plus one? Yeah. And just to make sure you do have a strength bonus of at least plus one. I sure do. OK, good. So you can use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read the rules on that for a long time, trying to figure out what that meant, and I figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, if you only got a plus one, and your composite longbow is a plus two, you can't use it. You don't have the strength to pull it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so tight. Why is it so tight? Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. That, that, that's what he or she said. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've gone through Fantasy Costco. We're all wearing masks. Yes. We don't want to get kicked out. Do not get kicked out. Wear your mask. My whiskers would be poking out. <laughs> you probably have little whisker holes in the mask. But okay. so we've stealthily opened the door into the room. Well, somewhat stealthily. You rolled a 13. That's a halfway stealth. It, it catches on the ground a little bit. The uh, the hinges on this door need some some oil to them. That's what that squeak was. That's what the squeaks were. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Uh, so as you open the door into this room, it's, it doesn't really match the exterior. The outside looks very rundown and decrepit, but in the inside you have these nice marble floors, this rug in the center of the room depicting nobility, some very nice chairs, a lit fireplace that seems very welcoming. But to the east side of the room, you do start to see some of that damage where it started to crumble then. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I'm going to venture in slowly and say, ooh, opulence. <laughs> so is the only light coming from the fireplace, or is it pretty well lit in there? Pretty much just from the, the fireplace. Okay. But it, it, it's giving you enough room, uh, enough light in the room for all of you to see, since everyone, especially since everyone has at, at least low light vision. Right. Right. Well, Chabert's going to move up in the room with Rinley just inside the... Just inside the room as, as well. Diego will come up to the door. Yes, I'm going to say it does look like uh, an interesting waiting room in there. 
and Renly is going to say, Diego, in or out? <laughs> I'll go in. Quit being a scaredy cat. <laughs> Just go in already. Diego will go inside the doorway. He will step to the left so that he's out of the way for anyone else to come through, but against the wall, so his back is secure. Cabal will enter and go to the right side of the room, uh, the east side, so that he can kind of look at the damage on that side. Okay. Uh, Cabal, as you look around this side of the room, you basically see that your way, like this direction, is blocked. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's too much rubble and debris over here to get through. The door is completely caved in. Um, So there's no way to get through on this side of the room. Okay. Uh, Renly is going to walk up to the carpet uh, and look at it, and he's going to roll a check. Uh, What kind of check should he roll? It would be Knowledge Nobility. 14. 14. Uh, you know this would be the symbol of a baron, but you don't know who. Right, okay. It looks to be not upper royalty, but like middle royalty. I'm going to say baron. That's why, I guess that's why his rug is pizza shaped. Uh, is going to go up to the north end of the room where the fireplace is and inspect the fireplace. Okay. All right, and that's going to be uh, 12. Okay. Uh, nothing too special about the fireplace other than just the sheer fact of it's, it looks fancy. You do notice that the log on this is relatively new, but there's plenty of ashes underneath to show that it's been... There's been several fires here lately. Like It's been used quite a bit. Renly is going to take his halberd, and he's going to lift the carpet. Okay. Does he need to roll a perception? Nope. There is nothing, nothing under the there. carpet. Nothing under the okay. carpet. I was looking for a trap door. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking for some keys. Diego's going to go over to the chair on the west side and see what's up with that chair. Okay. So roll your perception on the chair. Um, that is going to be a 15. 15? Yet again, very opulent chair, uh, nice silk covering on the cushion. There's nothing really special about it other than just the fact that it's so well-maintained and pristine on the inside while the outside looks the way that it does. I'm going to sink my claws into it. Do they go in? <laughs> they do go in. Interesting. <laughs> Renly goes, no, no, no. <laughs> He's just... He's just kneading the cushion <laughs> of the chair. Just so shredding it up. Bottle. <laughs> so I, I, this is a little weird, but I want to walk up to the other chair and touch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm trying to find out is if it's warm. Is somebody sitting in this chair? Um, it doesn't feel like anybody has been sitting in it recently. Okay. So I... This is... Oh, there's a door over there. Should we go through that? I know we can't go through the rubble. Yep, there's no way around it over here. We must go through that door. I think the door is the uh, is the answer. And Diego will move towards the door. So I think Jobert should go first. He should do his yeah, stealth. Yeah, that's what I say. I apparently did a mediocre job. Jobert's going to stealthily open the door. And okay, roll that a... stealth. All right, we're at a uh, 21. 
21. The door makes zero sound as you open it. And then I'll do a perception check and see if I see anything through the door. That's going to be a 11. An 11. Ooh, that looks interesting. So you open the, the door to find a bedroom. The bed is broken. There's a pile of rags and clothes and stuff. About to go out. (laughs) (laughs) Things that go on here. Right? And one large wardrobe on the western wall. The uh, wardrobe is going to call kind of to Renly to do a perception check. Twenty. Twenty. Looking in here, you see a locked cabinet and a key. Um, I call Jobert over. Jobert. Jobert. Yes. So Jobert's gonna go stand over beside him, right in front of the wardrobe. So, do you know how to check for traps? Oh, of course, my friend. Could could you could you do a quick check on this wardrobe? Ah, but of course. And so he is going to go with a 10 on his perception. It seems okay to you. I, I believe we are good to go. Perfect. So uh, Renly's going to pick up the key. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was expecting you to say, make a fortitude save. And I'm going to open the wardrobe with the key. While you're doing that, Diego is going to check out these things that are thrown on the floor. Um... Well, you notice when you try to put the key in the wardrobe, this key doesn't fit this wardrobe. Blast, this key is not working. So uh, your, your wardrobe's in another castle. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Peaches up another castle. Oops, wrong up. castle. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put the key in my pocket absentmindedly. Okay. And I am... I mean, I can't roll another perception on it, right? I mean, I, I did a 20 last time, right? I'm going to try to pick the lock then. And I do have thieves tools as well, so. Okay. While he's doing that, I'm going to go over to the bed. And uh, while he's picking it, roll a perception on it. And that is a 24. Okay. 24 on the bed. And what was that that you had, John, on the pile of clothes and cloth? Uh, that is going to be a 18. 18. So Diego looking through all the piles of cloth and clothing. It's mostly just old, tattered clothing, rags, probably the sheets that were on the bed as well, torn up. But you do notice some of them have blood on them. Very old, dried blood. Rinley, as you're looking at the bed, there's nothing really special about the bed other than this one doesn't match the rest of the interior of the house. It's very common. It's not a fancy style bed. It looks like somebody has moved it in after the fact, but it is broken. And then Jobert, you were trying to disable the device on the wardrobe. What was your role on that? I got a 15. A 15? You are not able to open the wardrobe. However, I need you to make a reflex save as a bolt of electricity starts forming in the wardrobe. All right. 17. Jesus. Okay. Uh, 17. That is a fail. How? 
Oh, no. Dang, that's a strong wardrobe. I thought I thought that would be enough, but I looked at it. Nope, that 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 does that fails. Don't mess with that wardrobe. And Jobert takes seventeen points of electricity damage as this lightning bolt goes through him. Oof. I have a question for Jobert. Do you have energy resistance? Uh, yeah, I have electrical resistance, actually. Uh, minus five. So, thank you. So, only 12 points instead of 17. Oh, that's quite nice. I don't know what your HP is, but looking at mine, that kind of hurt, I bet. Yeah, it uh, definitely knocked me knocked me for a loop. Now your hair, your hair is standing, like, straight up. <laughs> you get turned wide a little bit. <laughs> I imagine the cartoon version of briefly you saw his skeleton on the inside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you get zapped with the electricity. But... Diego will walk over towards the uh, cabinet to make sure that Jobert is okay. You're right, my friend. Uh, that, that, was, that was terrible. He's uh, pretty rattled, especially after the adventure last week. So he's uh, he's pretty rattled about about that one. Yeah, Renly is gonna walk up to right here and say, "You said there were no traps." I, I must be must have must be losing my touch. Uh, Renly is gonna go see if he can peek behind the wardrobe. Gonna roll a perception and get a ten. You see a wardrobe. You know, you said that it was in modern times, so. Philip was looking for a plug, but Renly doesn't know what a plug is. Right. <laughs> There's no weird tail coming out of the, uh, the armoire. <laughs> it must be DC. <laughs> that would explain it. Tesla's house. But as you sit here staring at it after the buzzing from the electric energy charging up and it starts to fade... The wardrobe pops open. Oh, well, thank you, Jobert. Still got it. <laughs> a puff of smoke comes out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Putting out the last of the flames. <laughs> so you're you're in front, Diego and Jobert. Is anybody going to venture in? Uh, I'm going to poke my head in. Okay. Uh, you poke your head in. There's some nice nobleman's clothes in here. A few things like jewelry that could be worth something. But you also find a small little drawer that is locked on the inside. Great, another lock. A lock? Oh, oh, oh. And uh, he pulls out the key and hands it to Diego. I'll give the key a try in the lock. Okay, you put the key in the lock, and the little drawer pops open, and there's a ring inside. Ooh, cool. It'll look great on my paw. It would. Uh, well, I'm going to detect magic on it. It does detect as magical. Sweet. So, is it a spellcraft or knowledge arcana? Spellcraft. Fifteen. Fifteen. That's uh, enough to know that this is a ring of protection plus one. Ooh. Well, you found it, I guess. So I guess you can have it. But I did have this key, and 
he did get hurt. Well, you're you're not in this. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Carl. <laughs> I'm over here going through the clothes, like making them into like togas and stuff. I'm like, this is cute. <laughs> Honestly, I I think that it should e- either go to Diego or Jobert. Uh, I'm leaning towards Jobert because he just got zapped for 17 or 15 or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. It was 12, but speaking of that, can I cast Cure Light Wounds on him to heal him up a little bit? Sure. So you get seven. Thank you, my friend. I feel much better. Wow. Jaber, what is your AC, by the way? Uh, 17 currently. Ah, mine's 14. So, hmm. I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> I might want to string. <laughs> yeah, you'll need it. I think I will put it on. So what's the plus on, on that ring of protection? Plus one? Plus one. Mm-hmm. So your AC goes up by one. You're up to 15. I feel awesome. <laughs> but it's cursed. Probably. Yeah. They usually you can are. see what we do in the shadows. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the movie. I saw the movie. I haven't seen the series the yet. Oh, the series. Yeah, no, the series was somewhere where they have a cursed hat. <laughs> Since we found the key, uh, Renly is going to walk up to the next door that he sees mm-hmm. and call uh, Jobert over. Jobert, Jobert, can you sneak into the next room too? Ah, uh, yes, of course. This is what I'm what I'm good at. So he's going to sneak, he's going to do a stealth check, and we're at a 16. 16? Yep. Okay. So it's not quite as quiet as the last door, but you're able to somewhat quietly open the door. <gasps> But you open the door into this room and you see, looks like an, another room that has been cleared out and a, a bed brought in. Uh, this bed is also broken. But in the center of the room, you see a body. And as you're looking in, looking at this body, two shadows emerge from the body. From the body? Yep. They emerge from the body. And they look over and see you. And let's roll for initiative. Oh. Woo-hoo. This should be. Oh, that's a terrible roll. I got a six. A six. That's not good. <laughs> uh, I also got a six as well for Cabal. So who's got the higher bonus? <laughs> Mine is. I have plus two. Mine says total of five. Three decks, two miscellaneous for a total of five. Did you add five to your six? On your initiative? No. Yeah, that's what it says. So you you, you got an 11. Yeah, 11. Did, did you roll a six on the die? I rolled a six, yeah. Yeah, so it's oh, plus I five. I rolled a four, four on the die. Ooh, nailed it. So you got okay, an 11 then. So you got an 11. Okay, and a six for Brindley. Diego has a 12. 12 for Diego and Jobert. Is that a nine? Nine, but I said nine. But I said nine. <laughs> well, that is some really, really, really low initiative across the board because with the twelve, Diego goes first. Hmm. Oh well. Oh. Carrie is going to. Oh no, it's not Carrie. It's Renly. Renly is going to reach into his his pocket and but, pull out a piece of paper, and he is going to say, "Step aside." And he is going to attempt to go first. So what he's attempting to do is use his hero card, the juggler. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Crusty jugglers. Except 
the card that you pull out of your pocket is not necessarily solid. It's like it doesn't want to exist in this reality. Ooh. So is it like, I imagine the way you said it, it, it buzzes in and out like bad TV reception? Basically. So it's very, it's fuzzy to you to look at. And you hold it up, nobody else can see it. So it just looks like I'm holding nothing. Yes. Diego, ever so curious, is looking at his hand going, What are you doing? <laughs> well, he is holding it triumphantly, but I guess since I can't use the Harrow card, Diego, it's your turn. Diego will go through the doorway and go to the right and stop there and see what these creatures are doing. Okay. Are you holding? Or are you... What's the other one? Uh, I'm holding my action. No, but there's there's two, right? There's hold action. Ready action? Ready action. Ready there's ready, ready and delay. Delay just means you're waiting until another point in the initiative to go. Readying an action means you walk in there and actually ready something to happen with a triggered event. Uh, I'm going to... Well... Since they're actually, uh, I'm assuming that they're that far away that puts them at 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's just at the hairy edge of me getting over there. Uh, so what he's going to do is, actually he's going to he's going to throw a shuriken at the shadowy figure that came out of this person. Okay. And that is a 14. 14 is going to miss. So you throw a shuriken, and it goes just to the side. So it clangs on the ground behind. And it definitely gets their attention. Shiny metal. Next up would be Cabal. All right. Cabal moves into the room to the left. 15, 20. Here. To the left of the doorway. And he shoots an arrow at the shadowy, shadowy figure. Okay. Okay. Wait, can he do that? Can he draw? Uh, he can draw and, and walk, right? Yep. Yeah, never mind. Question withdrawn. Uh, and I roll an 18. An 18 would hit. Perfect. But. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about doing any damage because it's a shadow, so your arrow goes right through it. Okay, that's what I wanted to test. So, okay, good. Well, this is going to get interesting. <laughs> Okay. Cabal looks at Diego and goes, this is going to be fun. Next up are the shadows. Has anybody got a bright light? <laughs> Easily get to you because they can move 40 feet. Oof. So one will go to Diego. The other will go to Cabal. And these shadows, as they get to you, are going to reach out and touch you. That's all they do. They just reach out these shadowy hands. Reach out. One reaches out to touch Diego. The other one reaches out to touch Cabal. Against Diego. That is a 17. Mm, that is going to be a touch. Can I dodge? <laughs> uh, Diego takes four points of strength damage. Oh, strength damage. Yep. So four points? Four Ouch. points of strength damage. That means he loses two... Two points of strength. Ooh. So whatever your strength oh, no. bonus was, now it's two less. Did it affect my hit points or not? No, it doesn't affect your hit points. 
but if you get to uh, zero strength, you die. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it's basically this thing reaches out, and you feel this cold, lifeless energy coming out of you, and you just feel weaker after it touches you. And now this, the one that's attacking Cabal is going to try the same thing. And that's a 10. You do not hit. Okay. So you're able to avoid the life-sucking touch. No, no. Don't touch me there. That is my, my no-no no square. square. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it is Jobert's turn. All right. Bring a bright light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jobert, can he... He wants to go in the room. Can he get in this spot back here, right behind the one that's attacking Diego? Uh, that would provoke an attack of opportunity to get back there. Okay. He's still... He's gonna get... He's gonna make the run for it, so hoping his uh, fleet of footness can save him. So, acrobatics check, right? Yep. Alright. So that is a 20. You make it. Alright. And then he's going to attack with his short sword. Um... And that is a 23. 23. And this is just a regular short sword? Yes. Uh, you masterwork. Sword. Yeah, masterwork. Very <laughs> finely crafted. Very finely crafted. You reach out to stab at the shadow, and it just goes right through him. Okay. Uh, Rinley. So Rinley, still holding his glitching piece of paper, thinking he's helping is going to do what he was going to do when he thought he was going to go first and uh, use a standard action to uh, change into carry the one. Okay. Uh, and she is... What kind of knowledge would it be on these guys, by the way? I'm sorry. It's knowledge religion. Oof, I'm too close for comfort, but I'm going to go there anyway and do a heal check. Okay. On the body? On the dead body. I'm also, you know, looking for, you know, how it died that heal checks do that, right? Yep. You should be required to say heal when you do this. <laughs> I should, but that's not going to help any. Because <laughs> can you be healed? Eight. An eight? Yeah, you, you don't really know. Um, it might be dead. <laughs> Just poking it. It's got, <laughs> it's got a big gaping wound in its throat, but other than that, you're like, could still be alive. I don't know. It so might. Ridley bends down and he blows right into the wound. <laughs> <laughs> Live damn you. It. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. That's gross. Uh, yeah, so that's that's all I can do. And that brings us back to the top of the order with Diego. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to attempt a stunning fist with the uh, creature to see if I can at least hit it. Well, actually, no. I'm going to hit it with the quarterstaff. I don't want to touch it myself. Okay. Maybe something more of that. So I'm going to use the quarterstaff again to try and to hit it. Uh, and I'm going to make an attempt at a flurry of blows with the quarterstaff. Okay. That is a 15. That's a miss. Ugh. Man, that's even worse. That was a one. A natural one? Natural one. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's not good. I lose my corporal staff here. <laughs> Roll that again to see if you confirm the fumble. Eight. Oh, no. That is a confirmed fumble. Goodbye. Hey, you guys. It's the first confirmed fumble of this group. It is. Everyone's, everyone's hey. eye to that die. It is never going to see the light of day again. <laughs> he just, it must be he punished. He just chunked across the room right now. <laughs> Okay, so I have the nifty uh, critical cards here. So that is a melee weapon. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, your, <laughs> oh, no. your fumble is go for the eyes. You are blinded for one round. At least it's not 1D blank rounds. True. It's just, <laughs> it just says one round. This should be interesting. I'm listening carefully. <laughs> So basically, I see this as you go to hit it, you go right through it, and your bow staff bounces off the floor and ricochets back to your eyes. Bam! Very unhappy kitty. It's like being sprayed in the face with water. I feel your pain. All right. uh, Cabal. Okay, so if I roll for religion, does that take my turn? Nope. Okay, so I will uh, will roll for knowledge of religion. Okay. Okay, so that plus my bonus is 15. 15. Uh, That's enough to know that these are shadows. They are undead creatures that are incorporeal. Uh, They have these, that strength draining ability and any humanoid that is killed by a shadow's strength damage will become a shadow oh um which is why they might be here right you would also know that shadows can only take magical damage magical damage okay so i was gonna ask can can curing because they're undead like cure light wounds does that hurt them yes it does would we know that it, he would know that with that role um you would also know that a magical weapon would do damage but since it's from a corporeal source would only do half damage okay in that case i will see my spells Okay, so one of my new spells is Disrupt Undead. Mm-hmm. Oh. You must make a ranged t- uh, touch attack to hit. If the ray hits an undead creature, it deals 1d6 points of damage to it. That would work. I think, so, yeah, I think that'll do it. When it says ranged touch attack, mm-hmm. can you explain that better? Because ranged and touch is... I don't understand what that means. So this is... It's very opposite. <laughs> Uh, can you throw your fingers at it? <laughs> <laughs> All it means is you just have to... You're going against their touch AC. Okay. So whether it's a melee touch attack just means you have to reach out and touch them. Doesn't matter what armor they're wearing. You just have to be able to touch them. The range touch is you're from a distance, but your magic has to be able to get over there and reach them and just touch them. Gotcha. So it says a 25-foot distance so as, from me. As long as they're within 25 feet... Okay. You can do it. Um, so making a ranged touch attack, you'll roll your d20, add your base attack bonus, and your dexterity. Okay. So roll is 17. 
plus dexterity and what? And base attack bonus. So that would be a 22. That would be a hit. Sweet. So it's a 1d6. Let's roll that beautiful damage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Four. Four. So he takes four, four points. Four points. Four points of damage. It's better than zero. <laughs> right. It's better than my arrow going completely through him. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> so yeah. Shadows don't have a ton of hit points, but it's just they're hard to hit. Right. He's still still there. You didn't kill him yet, but okay. but he did take the damage. Okay. So that is Cabal's turn. Shadows will get to go. So, Shadow number one is going to take a five foot step back, uh, put some near the broken bed, the body, and near carry the one. Uh, Shadow two will also take a five foot step diagonally uh, to be on the other side of the Jobert and get out of the flank. And they are each going to reach out and touch their respective people. So, Shadow one will reach out to touch carry. First of all, I didn't do nothing. It was Cabal. <laughs> totally. It's all Cabal's fault. <laughs> well, let's see if see if he ag- agrees. That's a natural 20. Oops. Roll again. By the way, Diego needs your die. <laughs> but that's only a 7 for the confirmation. Okay. So, not a not a critical, just a hit. So, carry the one takes three points of strength damage. So, I lose one strength. Yep. Shadow two will reach out to touch Jobert. That is a 17. Oh, dang. That uh, ties my AC. So, that makes it a hit. So, Jobert will take four points of strength damage. Now, is is it... um... It's, is it drain or just a temporary hit? It's just damage. No, it's not drain. Ability score damage, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I had a strength of 12. Now I'm down to 8, right? So mm-hmm. So that would bring your strength bonus to a negative 1. Aren't incorporeal creatures fun? Mm. <laughs> They're shadowy. <laughs> Well, it is now Jobert's turn. Um, kick him in the eye. Yeah, Jobert doesn't know too much what he can do since he's uh, he, he when he when he last attacked, he had a good thrust of the sword. And he did not do anything. So, is your sword a plus one? Uh, it is, but it's not magical though. It's just masterwork. Just masterwork. Um, he's dodging in action, like inverting to dodge. Does that give like a bonus to AC or anything? Uh, you can go total de- total defense, mm-hmm. and that will give you a plus four to your AC. I'm gonna do that. Shobert's gonna go uh, uh, do that, and yeah, so that's what that'll be my action. Okay. So Shobert goes total defense, and that brings us to carry the one. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna take a five foot step towards the east, so that I'm right in front of the shadow person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a question about my bardic performance. Yes. If I start singing, is that an attack of opportunity? No. Then I start singing. So now everybody's weapons 
or plus one. You have to choose which weapon it is uh, that's getting a plus one magical enhancement. Diego will go with his quarterstaff. Cabal goes with his composite bow. Pretty good. Oh, it's going to be short sword for Javert. Short swords. So now you all have plus one weapons. So yeah, but they're just, magical now? Yep, plus one magic. And I am going, I'm, I'm just staring at the shadow monster, just singing in its face. It's a rageful song. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Scald is barbarian, right? That's true. That's right. It's a barbarian. It sounds something like, you know, you are the shadow of a lamppost. I was going to go more like bodies hit the floor, but yeah. <laughs> There's already one there. Right. <laughs> Let the body hit the floor. I think Diego might like the eye of the tiger. <laughs> Eyes right now. <laughs> okay, so you all have magical weapons, so make sure when you're doing your attacks, it is uh, plus one to attack and plus one to damage. And that brings us to Diego. Uh, is my blindness done? Uh, it'll be done after this turn. So you can still take a five-foot step up and attack. You'll just have to roll a 50% mischance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with my cat-like senses and see if I can do that. Uh, I will take a step up so that I'm between Joubert and Carrie the One. I'll be beside Carrie, uh, so kind of diagonal with that shadow figure. And I will use the wonderful sense of smell that, that I have as a cat and try not to hit the people that I'm familiar with and swing at the air around. <laughs> as a cat folk, do you have the scent ability? Is that one of the traits that you took? Yes, I do. What does a shadow smell like? That's a good question. Uh, I'm sure it smells different than Carrie the One and uh, Jobert. <laughs> smells like shadowy death. Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> Not Axe, though. It's the off-brand one. Uh, Bod. You remember those commercials? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that is a 17. Yay. I like these dice better. I'm going to use them. <laughs> a 17 misses, unfortunately. Uh, oh, you said that they didn't have a lot of AC. No, I said they no, don't have a, hit, hit, yeah. a lot of hit points. They're hard to hit. So, Cabal, that brings us to you. Okay. So, before I announce what I'm going to do, just for a rules check with you. Okay. So, I have... For one of my feats, I have judgments, uh, judgment surge, mm -hmm. which makes my judgment three um, three classes higher than what it would be. Mm -hmm. Does that does a feat just happen anytime? Yes. Or do I have to announce it, or how does that work? Uh, you have to say when you're using it, but okay, you can use it. I think judgment surge has a particular number of like times per day you can use it written into it. Um, yeah, it says once per day. Once correct. per day. So yeah, if this is when you want to use it, feel free. Okay. Okay. So what Cabal will do was he, he will cast his judgment using his judgment surge feat, which means that it's three classes higher than normal. And I will cast 
um, justice, which is this this judgment spurs the Inquisitor to seek justice, granting a one to all attack rolls. This bonus increases by one for each five Inquisitor levels she or he possesses. And I'm level three, so that put me at level six, so I get a plus two for attack rolls. Wait. Yeah. Perfect. And are you adding carries uh, plus? Right. So, I, so pl- your plus one will also give me a plus one, so I'll be plus three for my attack rolls. Since apparently they're super hard to hit. Okay. So, judgment, uh, sacred judgment of justice with the judgment surge has been used. Perfect. You come to judge. You come to judge. <laughs> Roll that attack. Okay. This attack is 15 plus 3, so 18. 18 misses. Oh, oh my goodness. Alright. You know what? I did the math. And the AC is 19. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would explain it. You found me out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so, as the shadows turn, Shadow 1 will take a five-foot step down toward Cabal. Shadow 2 will take a five-foot step up to get away from the crowd of people. Be still there next to Jobert. Uh, so Shadow 1 will reach out to touch Cabal. And miss with a 10. Yep. Shadow 2 reaches out to touch Jobert. And it's a 17 again. I think I rolled the exact same thing on each of you as I rolled last time. You did. You rolled a 10 last time for me. As, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before you do that, um, if I give defensive aid, which is something that I can do mm-hmm. uh, to Jobert since I am beside him, uh, well, that actually... Act- you don't have to this time because I, as my action, I took the dodge, so I get plus four. Oh, right. okay. We'll save it for another time because I only have yeah, yeah. a few of those. But thank you for the thought. Yep. So both shadows missed this time. Yeah, I only have two of those, by the way. For now. I'm sure they'll go up. And speaking of, it is Jobert's turn. All right. Jobert's going to. He looks at his sword, which is, I, I feel like it's probably glowing a little bit with a, like a faint light to it. Mm-hmm. I imagine from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And he looks at Ridley appreciatively and goes to strike at the, uh, the shadow there. And that is going to be, oh, geez. Uh, 13. That's a miss. I can just see him with purpose. It's glowing. He tries his hardest in that. Uh, especially that last hit, he he felt really good about it. Now he's like, yeah, same thing. Nope. So, okay. So uh, that brings us to Carrie the One. Okay, so Carrie, what she's going to do is she's going to take a five-foot step and draw. Mm-hmm. That's legal, right? Yep. The Wand of Cure Light Wounds. Okay. And Pokety Poke the Shadow. Pokety Poke. I don't have to make any rolls for that, right? It just happened. No, but I do get a will save in order to resist. That's a 16. I think that's going to do it. I don't know, but it seems like it would do it. So I'll take half the damage. 
But that's okay, because it's a seven, so you get three points of damage. Three points of damage. And I will continue singing. Okay. So now both shadows are damaged. Uh, brings us back to the top of the round with Diego. Ah, okay. So Diego, since he can see now, is going to take a run with his magic quarterstaff now and going to run straight across the courtyard and poke the um, shadow that is by uh, Cabal. Alrighty. And since you are effectively charging, you can add plus two to your attack. Great. If you like. I got a 20. <laughs> a natural 20? A natural 20. Sweet. <laughs> Roll it again. Roll to confirm. Sure. Uh, that was a 16. Uh, on the die? On the die. So then you've got a confirmed critical. Yeah. It's our first confirmed critical, I think. I'm not sure. I don't Yay. And that is actually a 23 with a, so it's a two times two with the uh, core stuff. Well, let me see. Let me pull up a critical card to see if this one affects this creature at all. If it does, we'll use it. If not, uh, we'll, we'll do the crit damage. Let's see, this one we've got, uh, it's a bludgeoning weapon, so it's called Nighty Knight. The normal damage target is unconscious for 1d4 rounds. Because uh, this thing doesn't sleep, we're not going to use it. So, roll your normal critical damage. Uh, that is six points of damage total. My two 1d6 came up with six. <laughs> oh, wait, plus one, so seven. Did you attack with the quarterstaff? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, did you add the magic? I did not, so that's eight. That's right. Eight points of damage? Yes. Okay. And it goes out of existence. No, he's still there. Ah. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Tougher than you think. Because <laughs> the worst part about shadows is now that you have magical weapons, you're doing damage to it. But because you're attacking with corporeal weapons, they still only take half of that damage. So everything you do is cut in half. Only spells and things like that do the full damage. Okay, but he did take the damage. Yay! Uh, Cabal. Okay. I will again um, cast the Disrupt Undead. Okay. So, let's see. Is that targeted? That is targeted, because it's ranged touch, right? Yes. Okay, so a 15 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And roll the d6. Six points of damage. Six there points of damage, very plus, good. Plus the one. Oh, no, done the, the plus one, because it's not a weapon. It's yeah. not a weapon. So, pl- so six damage. So just then, six. Yeah does take that damage. It's still there, but it's looking a little bit weaker. Yes. It is the Shadow's turns now. Let's see. Shadow 1, since he's got Diego that's standing there, he's going to reach out for Diego. That's a 21 to hit. Jesus! Plus one rings, not helping much. (laughs) (laughs) You take another four points of strength damage. 
Aye, aye, aye. And then Shadow 2 will reach out to carry the one. No! Come <laughs> here! Oh boy. That's a 17 to hit. Uh, is that touch or flat footed? Uh, touch. 12. Ooh. Okay. Well, you only take one point of strength damage. Oh, just one? Just okay. one. I'm fine. Not hurt at all. Only slightly weaker. I have a zero bonus to my strength now. So, there you go. It's mm. only a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings us to Jobert. All right. Jobert, uh, so he's got Carrie beside him. And he's diagonal with the uh, shadow, so he's going to try to get behind the shadow again um, with, the, with the flurry of, a, of his cloak. Try to just uh, do a little deft maneuver okay. with his acrobatic and get behind him. And I rolled a 21. All right. So you're able to get through. All right. And then it's like, let's try this again. With the, uh, the old short sword. And. Oh, God. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Oh, alright. And so, that is uh, 1d6 plus 3. So that's 4. And then I get 2d6 on the. Uh, 6. And then 9 damage total. 9 Yay, damage total. Okay, so he takes that damage. You're slowly wearing these things down. Ooh, they're slowly wearing me down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're back to carry the one. Oh, it's my turn already? Yep. Well, hey, Flanky Flank, I'm going to hit him with the Cure Light again. Make that save. Believe that passes with a 17? Yeah, that passes. Seven again. So three. Three points of magical damage. Okay. So you've almost got these guys. And that brings us back around to Diego. Um, Diego is going to once again hit with the quarterstaff. Uh, that would be a 21. That's a hit. There you go. For f- six points of damage. Six points. So close. So close to having that one down. So close, he's almost there. So close. Cabal, I'm going to leave it for you. Take it out, my friend. (laughs) And it is Cabal's turn. Thank you for the honor, Diego. Um, (laughs) So I will cast (laughs) the uh, Disrupt Undead again. Okay. Then, let's see. 17 to hit. That hits. All right. Roll the D6 to see damage. Just do more than two. Six, yeah. Then he is dead. Yay, we did it, Diego. Excellent, Just one job. Right out of this world. Taking out one shadow. That's right. Get out of here. Okay, and it is now the shadow's turn to retaliate, but uh, that one's dead. But the other one just got hit by... <laughs> Jobert. <laughs> <laughs> totally Jobert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I picked on carry the one twice. I guess it's time for a show beer. Out of the, out of the box. Just 
probably good because that was a nat 20. Ooh, okay. Woo. And instead, I, I rolled a 10. Why do you always hit me and not him? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess the dice don't like you. I got knocked with all that electrical I don't damage know. earlier. Well, if Richard was in a game, I would always be hitting him. True. Okay, that brings us to Jobert. All right. So he's still uh, able to do a sneak attack since he's still flanking the shadow. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an... <laughs> That's going to be a 19. That's a hit. All right. And we are at 8, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14? That is just enough damage to kill this shadow. Oh. Sweet! Yay! Okay, so are we out of initiative? Out of initiative. All right, uh, I want to roll a perception on this body. Okay. Oh, Rose, 11. 11? Looks like a dead body with a gash in its throat. Yeah. Somebody else want to check? Because I'm having no luck with this body. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and roll perception. Uh, 18? 18. Um, this is a young man whose clothes seem very odd to you. Because he's basically wearing jeans and a t-shirt. He dresses weird. I mean, there's no chainmail. What the hell? <laughs> Such a floozy. Does he not know you get stabbed? <laughs> So do we, I mean, my first instinct is to loot the body for treasure. Uh, body. Yes. <laughs> There's no treasure to loot. Not even a, no wallet, no phone, no keys. Nothing. Looks like a drifter who just wandered in here. So, okay, so the body has nothing. In that case, should we trudge on? I think we should. Yeah, let's do that. All right, Chabert's going to go over there and thank you, thank you. do a little stealth move to get through that door. Uh, that is a 21. 21? Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that, you're able to very quietly open the door. And as you do so, you see this man and woman standing very stoically on the outside of this pentacle. And this weird winged fae type looking creature chanting. And you see a mirror in the center of this this pentacle and it's kind of the the glass is kind of swirling around on the inside looking more like a portal than a mirror as it looks like something is trying to reach out of the mirror from the outside can i do a knowledge check on it uh sure this would be a knowledge arcana okay never mind i was hoping to be knowledge planes i'm i'm right behind jobert can i see this as well yes okay let's do an arcana check then That is a 23. 23. Uh, you would definitely know that this is some sort of summoning spell. And from the looks of it, it looks like the winged creature's leading the business. Yes, definitely. And actually, while you're there, um, go ahead and roll that knowledge planes, uh, Jobert. All right. Uh, 18. 18. So you would definitely recognize on the other side of the mirror the creature that's trying to reach out is... <sighs> From the shadow plane. Is it your uncle Javier? Oh, oh man. Ain't nothing good coming out of there. It almost looks like the hand that is reaching out is that of another fetchling. It's like it's trying to reach out through the shadow plane into this world. And about that time, this fey type creature opens its eyes and sees you. 
and says, Well, I do believe we have some visitors. Perhaps they'd like to meet a new friend. And this energy kind of builds up in the room and starts spinning around the circle and circling in. As this hand reaches out of the mirror, it extends all the way out to each of you. Blah! Sucks you into the mirror. So, okay. So we just get like pop, 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 just all of us through the, through the mirror? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Alice is looking glass. Here we go. <laughs> and as soon as you're on that other side of the mirror, we'll see you next time. Oh, come on. <laughs> so. <laughs>